Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Always right there when you need her. Benny, good morning. Morning. It's the Gratitude Cafe. That's right. Got it Super right. Sue's in the house. How are you? Good. I'm doing good, too. How was your week? <laughs> it was really good. The weekend was good. Nice, nice. Yes. Well, the weather was kind of odd. We had 81 degrees, and then it went into rain. Happens. Happens. Pacific Northwest. It's the potpourri of weather around here. That's what happened. It's potpourri. Potpourri. Yeah. Ooh, that was almost, I don't know. You know, if, if you have a mixed, <laughs> no, it's not poopery. <laughs> that stuff works, by the way. That stuff is amazing. Oh, my God. As, if anyone so doesn't bad. know what poopery is, <laughs> it is amazing. It's the pre-spray before you drop. <laughs> before Stuff's you, amazing. Before you drop the kids off at the pool. Stuff's amazing. <laughs> That is so funny. We had to use it on We just trip. went completely left field. Uh-oh. I hope Dawson is really having a good time. He's listening. like, what is that stuff? <laughs> I think I might get a bottle. Oh, he's in good hands. You guys, I'm so, <laughs> so, so thrilled, so excited to be here with all of you today. It's the Gratitude Cafe. Sue Lundquist here. Of course, you can find all my information at suelundquist.com. Please find me on social media. I'd love to get connected. Uh, new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, new you. This is one of my passions. I love having this platform where I can bring mom and pops, scientists, neurologists, doctors, all these amazing, incredible thought leaders to the forefront. And right here, right here, right here, right here, right here. I almost, I'm, who's the author? Right here, right now. Right here, right now. That, that's what we're doing. So I'm super excited. Um, I have Dawson Church here with me today, and I am so excited to bring him on. But, of course, I've got a couple housekeeping that I've got to take care of. And if you want to, please go, again, like I was talking about earlier, go to SueLundquist.com. You'll find all of Dawson's information on the social media, and then later after the show airs live, of course, you'll find it on podcast on iTunes, and you'll find the podcast on SoundCloud. Please give us a five-star rating because that's what I love the most. Super Sue loves those five-star ratings. And I want to know what you thought of the show. Ask me questions and see how we can get connected and grow our community. So I'm super excited. We are talking to Dawson Church, like I told you earlier, Mind to Matter, the astonishing science of how your brain creates material reality. Think about that, folks, your material reality, what your brain is doing. I absolutely love the science. I love having this conversation. So I'm going to bring Dawson on in just a minute. But before we get started, I have to remind all of you of another superstar, Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. Resonate helps you build beautiful mobile-friendly websites. But more importantly, they help you to build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers, grow a following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course or membership that sells automatically without you lifting a finger, they can help help you build and sell that too. Contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consult and see what options they have for you. Please go to www.resonate, 
web.agency. Tell Josh and his team that you heard about them uh, on the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. All right. We are going to jump right in. And, of course, as an audience, you guys know, I'm going to give uh, Dawson Church his, his formal bio. And then I'm going to bring him on. And we're going to have a cup of coffee. And we're going to talk. And we're going to give you some juicy tools. But here we are. We're going to get started. Dawson Church, Ph.D., is an award-winning author whose best-selling book, The Genie in Your Genes, has been hailed by reviewers as a breakthrough in our understanding of the link between emotions and genetics. His follow-up title, Mind to Matter, reviews the science of peak mental states. He founded the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare, which is www.nih.org, to study and implement promising evidence-based psychology and medical techniques. His groundbreaking research has been published in prestigious scientific journals, He is the editor of Energy Psychology, Theory, Research, and Treatment, a peer-reviewed professional journal and a blogger for the Huffington Post. He shares how to apply the breakthroughs of energy psychology to health and athletic performance through EFT Universe, one of the largest alternative medicine sites on the web. I feel like I need to do like a Drum roll. Welcome, Dawson. So great to have you. It is wonderful to be here. Thank you. I am so excited. Now, of course, I did your beautiful, incredible professional bio. Let's have a conversation. Let's get to know you. How did you how did you come about these incredible books and and your passion behind the science? Sue, I have my coffee handy right over here. I'm having (laughs) coffee. I hope you have yours handy as well. I do right here, sweetheart. Our coffee conversation. And, you know, like most things in life, this has happened organically and unfolded for me. I had no plans originally to do this. My my first career was in book editing and publishing. So I really didn't have any thought about being a scientist or or doing research or anything like that. But I got so drawn into this world of energy medicine and energy healing. And now that I have been uh, involved in around 100 scientific studies of various kinds, over the last 20 years, what, what has happened for me is I've become passionate about sharing these tools with people because the degree of change you get is profound. Like in one study I did of PTSD, we were working with, with veterans who had PTSD. They had flashbacks, they had nightmares, and all of these terrible symptoms of having been in severe psychological trauma. And we found that after just six one-hour sessions that they were free of those symptoms, that we have, their symptoms dropped by over 60% over the course of those six one-hour sessions. Now, that, that's just a degree of healing, a, a speed of change that is unprecedented in medicine and psychology. So i become so committed to seeing not just 10 people get these techniques or 100 people get these, but literally I, I want to see millions of people having the availability of these wonderful tools that can so shift their reality. So, so I've, I've retrained myself. I've, I've got into knee-deep into not, not just the, the psychology of this, but also the physiology, how it changes our bodies. And as I've done this research, I've become just passionate about sharing this with millions of people so that they don't have to suffer with all of those symptoms that they used to have had before. So that's been my, my trajectory. And I want and thank you for that. Thank you so much, Dawson. I want the audience to really hear what you're saying because this is huge. And when you're when you're caught up in a title or a victim role, and I and I and I say victim as a loving thing. There's no shame in this, guys. 
Because when you have neurological issues or you've got a post-traumatic stress or if you've got anxiety or something like that, we are now, Dawson right here, right now, is going to give you the science and the proof and so many others, hundreds of testimonials. So you now have the tools to overcome those, I don't know the language to use, those, those challenges. Let's use it and let's just use challenges as, as word. So I'm super excited to have him here. Um, Dawson, you know, of course, let's talk about um, the science first. Let's talk about how you, you started, I know, your first book, but I want to talk about metaphysics meeting science. I know that's the introduction of your book, but I want, I want to hear you talk about that. Yeah, and when I began writing this new book, Mind to Matter, I had heard the idea that thoughts become things, your thoughts create your reality, and those kinds of ideas for many years as metaphysical propositions. And I had some friends who believed in them, some friends who didn't believe in those propositions, and it it seemed like a a nice idea. But I thought, there's no science behind that. There's no scientific way that I can show that thoughts become things. So kind of as a challenge to myself, I began talking to other scientists and asking them if they knew any evidence, if they knew of any experimental, empirical, hard science behind this idea. And I immediately found that there was tons of hard science about how our thoughts create things inside our bodies. And it's a very simple example. When I am thinking a stressful thought, I am making stress biochemicals. I'm making cortisol and adrenaline. And when I relax, when I meditate, when I use EFT tapping, when I use another stress reduction technique, that level of cortisol and adrenaline drops. And now we have the scientific tools to measure how much it drops. And the answer is a whole lot. So. Um, what we find is that we can now quantify exactly how, as our thoughts change, as our consciousness shifts, as our minds are thinking different thoughts, it's producing big biochemical shifts in our bodies. And I'll give you just one example of how big. There's a paper that's being published in a peer-reviewed journal in the next few weeks that I, I, I did with a whole bunch of other colleagues. It's about a five-year research project. And one of the things we did is we measured people's baseline cortisol in a one-week period when they were doing meditation and they were doing EFT, active pressure tapping. And so we measured their baseline cortisol on day one. We measured their baseline cortisol five days later. And cortisol is very stable. It doesn't change a lot over time. So we knew it was a a reliable measurement. And we found that in just those five days, their, their baseline cortisol level dropped by 37%. This is not a minor change or an insignificant change or, 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 or a small change. This is a, a massive shift in the way their body is utilizing their, their stress biochemistry just based on their internal consciousness and their experience. When that happens, when we stop making all those chemicals of stress, we start making the biochemicals of joy and happiness and immunity. And so their immune systems, the degree of, of immune factors we measured, in them over the course of that week, those rose by 113%. They more than doubled over the course of that same week. When you free up those, those, those resources that are being gobbled up by the need to be stressed, you liberate the resources that you then have available to your body to be, feel happy and free. So uh, we, we're seeing these big, big shifts happening inside people's bodies as they learn and practice these techniques, and thoughts literally become molecules inside your body. So the whole first half of my book, Mind to Matter, is all about how as your consciousness shifts, genes 
the turning on or turning off, hormones, neurotransmitters, enzymes, all kinds of, of molecules are being created inside your body based purely on the content of your consciousness. So it, it's just radical how big these, these shifts can be. I, I, I just listened to you and I'm just like, oh, I'm, one, I'm soaking it all in, but I'm also so excited and so amazed by all the findings. And thank you so much for stepping in the rink and getting all this information to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, emotion. Yeah, yeah go ahead, on, love. You just one, one story. Yes, please. About a, a person who's a friend of mine who's really dear to me, and so she 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 emailed and phoned me last year in March, and she was all upset because she'd been diagnosed with with breast cancer. She had a large solid tumor in her right breast, and it had metastasized. She, her all the lymph nodes under her right arm were full of cancer cells, and she had three inflammation spots on her right lung. So again, right breast. It was about two-inch tumor, a huge tumor, and then cancerous cells in her lymph nodes from which they could spread all throughout her body, and then these spots of inflammation on her right lung. And she was so upset, and she knew I was into epigenetics, and she said she'd had a gene test, and they'd shown that she had eight defective genes. And what she chose to do was really interesting. When she got the diagnosis, it was a morning, and she was in the MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas, and the oncologist, the cancer doctor, said, Beth, I want you in radiation for this tumor, not next week. I want you in radiation today. This, this situation, this diagnosis is that serious. I want you to go right from my office to radiology to start your radiation treatments. And she, very, she, she said, you know, I need a little bit of time to think about this and decide what I want to do, my body, my life. And the oncologist was so supportive of her choice. She decided to get energy treatments. She decided to get... Uh, energy healing treatment. She did qigong. She got rid of all the stress in her life quickly. She cleaned up her diet. We began to do EFT with her. She began to meditate regularly. She used energy to shift her body. And now this is March. She got the diagnosis by May. Two months later, her lymph nodes were clear. All the cancer in her lymph nodes was gone. And when she got blood tests later that year, again, only having done Qigong, energy medicine, diet, stress reduction, EFT, all of these, these things I'm talking about, there was no trace of cancer in her body. So that's the impact that these energy techniques can have as your consciousness shifts, your body can shift dramatically, even if you have something as serious as, as metastasized breast cancer. So and we're not just talking theory here. We're talking about life-changing techniques. Real life, real, real life practicality here, guys. Think about liberating. And, I, you know, I, Dawson, I want to let's jump back to basics because we've got some really good juicy science and, and incredible testimonials here. But to the people that are listening, <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me, can we break down the language and the definition of energy medicine for those listening? Energy medicine is a set of techniques that use energy and aim to affect the human energy field. And we can measure the field very easily. We can measure it with, for example, an EEG is measuring the electrical activity of your brain. An MRI is measuring the electrical the magnetic field of your, of your body. And as your awareness changes, as consciousness shifts, you see big changes on the EEG. In my book, Mind to Matter, I have a whole set of images from EEGs. And there are about, about 100, 150 images in the book and also on the website. And so I show you graphically what energy shifts produce in the brain. And you see big changes in the way the brain is running energy. So energy 
energy interventions, and those then shift the, the, the energy field of the, of, the, of the body and then shift the energy fields inside the body. And so when you get a treatment with, with, with something like energy medicine, something like, like Joe Ray, Reiki, EFT, all of these things are shifting those fields, and we can measure these with scientific instrumentation. So I can show you what the instrument looks like. I can show you what the changes look like in, in the field. And so that, this whole field, rather than trying to change molecules with molecules, trying to change organs with, uh, with, with, with prescription drugs, rather than trying to change at the level of, of, of matter, the material reality, we change the energy. It turns out that energy has a huge impact on matter. So the first half of my book, Mind to Matter, is all about how as we change our thoughts, change our beliefs, change the way our consciousness is, we are producing these big shifts in the way our molecules of our bodies, of the matter of our bodies, is also being changed by the energy. So it was energy medicine is changing at the level of energy, which then shows up at the level of matter. That is incredible. And I want, audience, I want to make sure you heard that. Energy, using the energy, the available energy, being taught the tools on how to do that, that is changing the mo- molecular stature in your body. You are literally rearranging all of that. You're, you're able to, in so many cases, like Dawson is talking about, Curing cancer, you've got to commit yourself to the work. How is that different? You know, because I'm, I'm thinking of the old caveman mentality and, uh-huh. and having people questioning that. Can we address that real quick? Yeah, it's something in the book I call Caveman Brain. Yes. So in Chapter 3 of Minds and Matter, I introduced to the site of Caveman Brain. And the Caveman Brain is a very particular set. Uh, if, if, if 100,000 years ago, if we had an electroencephalograph or an MRI, and hooked up the caveman, he would have seen <laughs> that uh, he or she was into survival. He had to survive. They had to be really hyper-focused and hyper-vigilant for threats to their survival. At the end of the last ice age, 30,000 years ago, you had all these tribes competing for very scarce resources and competing with, with Neanderthals and Cro-Magnons and other species. And it was a really difficult world to grow up in, and it, and it paid off. It was highly adaptive. It was really useful to those people to be alert to every possible threat. If you missed that snake hiding in the grass, you got bit and you died. So we, we evolved with our brains attuned to threat. And now we have this one neuroscientist says that about 70% of all of our brain function is focused on detecting and responding to threats. And we have all this neural wiring now to find the tiger and find the lion and find compete for scarce resources. And we don't have that world anymore. We, don't, we live in a world of plenty. We live in a world in which our, our survival is assured. And so here we have all this threat detection machinery in the brain and a world without those same threats. And so now we turn all of that machinery to worry and imaginary problems. And there's a part of our brain called the default mode network, and it's the part of the brain that is active when we're not doing anything. And that default mode network is just focused on all the bad stuff, all bad news all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Which we don't want. (laughs) We don't want. So it makes us miserable even when there are no threats to our survival. So that's caveman brain. And that is unfortunately the default to which our brain defaults when we're not doing a task. And that today, let me just put this in a little bit more layman term. And please help me, Dawson. Please interrupt me if the language isn't correct. But like we were talking off air, that can show up as adrenal failure. That was me. That's many, many people out there because... 
you have put yourself in such a state of fight or flight 24-7, your adrenals are wiped out. And by, by saying this, the language I'm going to use is stress, stress hormones. Um, all the caffeinated and sugar drinks and those, the, the energy drinks and all of that is running massive havoc on your body and your chemistry. So I really want you guys to have a hyper awareness of what you're, what you're one, putting into your body, what you're telling in your brain. And pick up Dawson's book for crime and sakes, Mind to Matter. You've got you've got the information and the tools right here. Do you have yeah, something you wanted to, to add to that, Dawson? Yeah, the, yeah. The tools are available, and what you're saying is really, really, really accurate. Too, you need to address things like nutrition. You need to not put things in your body that harm you. But many people I know who are really into, say, for example, supplements and eating healthy and clean, they are so alert and they are so they're focused on what they put into their bodies, but they aren't at all focused on what they're putting into their minds. I can tell you mm. what you're putting into your mind, the thoughts you're having, whether you're thinking negative or destructive thoughts, is having way more impact on your physiology immediately. Like I hope people, I do a lot of live workshops every year all over the country, all over the world, and sometimes I hook people up to a heart rate monitor or a blood pressure monitor or an EEG, and I get nice and relaxed, and now all of the I have a big dashboard I show people on the screen behind the person I'm working with so they can see it on, up there. And all the, all the lights are flashing green on the dashboard. The person's relaxed, their heart rate, their respiration, their blood pressure, everything is just great. Then I tell them, think a negative thought. And they remember a, a traumatic event from childhood mm. or they think about something that's not going well in their lives. And right away, all the lights on that physiological dashboard turn red. And it's just caused by one single thought. So, yes, you need to be aware of nutrition. You need to have a good exercise routine. You need to love your body and put appropriate things into it. But it is absolutely essential you put loving things, loving thoughts into your mind. Because if you don't, you are producing, you're just wreaking havoc on your body. High cortisol over time produces reduced skin elasticity, reduced, reduced bone density, reduced muscle mass, reductions in, in, in memory and learning. People who have a lot of cortisol in their in their bodies, like that, you know, before adrenal burnout, you have lots of cortisol. With adrenal burnout, you have no cortisol. Mm -hmm. That cortisol is literally in the memory and learning centers of your brain. It produces calcium deposits. So now, rather than nice, flexible neurons, you're growing bone. No, <laughs> no. Absolutely, in the center of your skull. So uh, it is producing, it is wreaking havoc in your body to be highly stressed over time. But I also want to give all of you some wisdom here. You have the opportunity. You have the choice to change your body. Your body is evolving every day, every minute. And here right now, we've got Dawson Church, and he's talking mind to matter, and he's got those tools for you. We are going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to dive more into all these limited possibilities and it's incredible, juicy science behind it. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. 
The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Hey, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. All right, folks, seriously, I've got the doorway. I'm working with amazing, high-functioning clients that are doing the work and busting through old habits to now transform their lives. This means breaking their old programming, their old stories, to feeling of purpose and such a relief that now that they have the answers. Does that sound good to you? Yes, I knew it. Give me a call, 206-300-2227. Chances are, if you're listening to the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist, you already know what so many others know. This is a special show hosted by a special woman. If you own or manage a business, Gratitude Cafe is your chance to align your advertising message with the power of the positive. Best of all, the options are affordable, so you can stretch your advertising dollars to reach even more listeners. Learn more today at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Ready to release pain? Energy is not bound by space. Whether you're in Tennessee or Sue's own backyard of Woodenville, Washington, Sue Lundquist can do both in-person and distance energy healing. Sue holistically integrates a range of energy healing modalities that break through blockages and work through both the physical and emotional energy body. You'll find both a guide and a healer in working with Sue. Hire Sue now at suelundquist.com or call 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m., Thank you, Benny. Paula, that was for you, sweetheart. All right, we are back. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We have the incredible Dawson Church here. His second book, Mind to Matter, The Astonishing Science of How Your Brain Creates Material Reality. We have talked about the study of energy medicine, his passion, Um, over 100 scientific studies and the degree of change that this has created How about liberating your body to joy and happiness? How about learning the tools to heal yourself? Guys, this is so practical. I want you to hear this. I want want you to have hyper-awareness to this. We are offering you the tools right here, right now, versus being in denial, versus being fearful, because there's so much opportunity on the other side of that fear. And I'm not saying this to shame you. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm just giving you... That the new tools, the new perspective, the new opportunity, so you can create this this new liberation in your body, your cells, all of that. Dawson Church is joining us again. His second book, Mind to Matter. All right, welcome back, Dawson. You know what? Let's talk about 
the the manifestation and then i'd like to because you've got well over 30 tools in your book and let, then let's give some give the audience those tools or not not all 30 but you know what i mean let's give them some tools <laughs> maybe if we had a couple more hours we could do that yeah and, and, and the tools are important because it's it's not that you need all 30 tools but you need a few of those tools and it's worth experimenting with them all yes. and then seeing which ones fit your lifestyle like i talk about the two essential tools i talk about in mind to matter are meditation number one and EFT tapping acupressure number two. Those two, I think, should be in everyone's toolkit. And then there are many other things you can do that'll help you shift, like yoga, like time in nature, like grounding. And so I have 30 of those tools in mind to matter. And what I recommend people do is just, just play around, experiment with them, and see which ones fit for you. But make sure you have those two essential ones of meditation and, and tapping. And so tapping. yeah, the tools and the practice is vital. Now, that's very important, Dawson. I want to make sure the audience heard what you just said because, um, and I, and I, I 100% agree with you, try this on. Try these tools on. It's like going in and trying a different hat on to see what feels and fits right yes. for you. And don't shame, there's no shame in any of this. If that doesn't work for you, it'll work for somebody else. Just keep trying it until it works for you. Just do it. Right, Dawson? Absolutely. Just, try, just experiment with things. Like in, in some of my live workshops, I do give people a little taste of all of those tools. Like I'll be at Esalen soon, I'll be at the New York Open Center soon, I'll be at Omega and Kripalu and all these places teaching, and I make sure people get at least a little sample. It's like walking down the buffet line and trying a little bit of this, trying a little bit of that, and then you say, you know, I really like that, um, that, that grilled asparagus. I'll have a second helping <laughs> of that. So you find the stuff that works, but this just fits for you, and then you practice that. So it's really important to build these practices into your life. I love it. Did you guys hear that? Build these practices into your life. You've heard me say this language. It's a new program. This is a new program, a new lifestyle. These are the tools that are going to bridge all of that. Again, try them on. Let's talk about manifestation. Can you describe what that means to you and in theory and, and how you're explaining that in your book, pretty please? Now, this is the really amazing part that we are able to change the stuff of the material world outside of us. And it's a no-brainer when I talk about changing cortisol or adrenaline or turning genes on and off by meditating or by, by tapping or any, any of those things. That's internal to our bodies or, or around, off the field around us. But it turns out that we're also changing molecules outside of us. And one of the illustrations I use is a set of experiments done by the University of Stuttgart in Germany. And what the, the experimenters did was they had students take a syringe and make drops, droplets, water droplets, on a microscope slide. And they dry those droplets, and they view them in a special microscope called a dark field microscope. And so I have images in my book, Mind to Matter, of some of the droplets these students produced. And what happens when you look at those, what you see when you look at those images, is that every droplet produced by a student, let's just call him Harry, looks exactly like every other droplet produced by Harry. But then you look at the droplets produced by another student, I'll call her Sue, and every droplet Sue makes looks exactly the same. But every droplet Sue makes looks different from every droplet Harry makes. So they've done this now with hundreds of students, and every droplet they make looks the same, like their unique fingerprint, 
that different from everyone else's. So it's like our fingerprints or our irises or any kind of biometric information. And what they say is that when the water passes through the energy field of that student, it picks up, it acquires a unique signature, which is then shown in the way everyone's droplets look different, but the same as every other droplet that they produce. And so it turns out that as matter is going through our energy fields, it's being changed. In other studies, researchers took water and had a healer bless it or put healing intention into it. So they would have like a healing touch practitioner, having a sip of water there myself. Yes. Have a, have a healing touch practitioner bless the water or put a healing intention into the water, and then plants be watered with that blessed water. And they found, the researchers found, that the plants that were watered with the blessed water grew much faster, much bigger, and had much more chlorophyll in them than plants watered with unblessed water. So we're literally changing the water around us. Our bodies are 70, 70% water. The planet's surface is 70% water, and human intention is able to literally change that. Now, what some very recently published researchers have shown is that the structure of water changes when it is blessed. Uh, water, of course, is H2O, has a big oxygen atom with two little hydrogen atoms attached to, to, to it, bonded to it. So H2O, and the angle of that bond is 104 and a half degrees. That's been measured in chemistry for about a century, and we've known about that, that molecular bonding angle for a long time, 104.5 degrees. But when that water is blessed, when there's healing intention put into that water, then the angle of that molecular bond actually changes. It's literally changing the physical structure of water. And then when you use that water to grow plants in, the blessed water produces much more life energy in the plants in the form of more chlorophyll. So we buy the quality of our consciousness, whether we're filling our awareness with compassion and love and healing intention and joy and vibrance and gratitude. If we're doing that, we're literally changing the molecules of water that are in our energy field, in our bodies and in the world around us. And that's just one example. I give many examples in the book of how thoughts become things in the world, external world around us as well. Okay, now that was super, super juicy and very important. Thank you very much, Dawson. So, audience, I want you to understand, 70% were water. That means we that water in us, you've heard me say this. It, and, and Dawson, you know, going back to the top of the hour when we were talking about the types of foods and being hydrated and what we put in our bodies, the caffeines and the sugars, all that, there's, there's lots of people around the world walking around massively dehydrated. And that's, that's a whole nother show. But what, where I'm going with this, guys, if you be a conduit, be a healthy conduit, hydrate your body and allow those, those structures and changes to flow easily. And the, the energy, the, the, the hydration is a conduit for that energy. Did I explain that correctly, Dawson? Maybe yes, you've got a different way to language it. Yes, in fact, um, in our live classes sometimes we work with people and we're working on depression or anxiety or PTSD or stress or trauma, and we find that they, their, their symptoms aren't going away. Their levels of stress are, are not dropping in some, some of our energy classes. And what we find is that sometimes if we just hand them a cup of water, have them drink the water, suddenly their stress goes away because that water is conductive and it's shifting their energy field. So it, 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 it can literally have an effect on psychological trauma, 
to to use hydration. So powerful, and it's so simple. And we were talking in the break. Guys, we're handing you the fishing pole. Have a big, juicy cup of water. I mean, that's just one thing, but that's just for your body. In Dawson's latest book, he's got well over 30 tools to help you change your body, different degrees of changing. And what we were talking about earlier is try these different tools on. See what fits for you and keep working with them. And, and I say keep working with them, keep trying them, because go back to that tool. Maybe originally it didn't quite fit, but there was something else that fit for you. And then go back, because as you evolve, and Dawson, I think you would agree, you change. So things might fit. That puzzle piece might fit a little bit better or different for you. Would you agree? Yes, and some of these stories in the book are astonishing. Like in Chapter 1, I tell the story of a, of a, of a guy called Graham Phillips, and he's a Ph.D., astrophysicist, but is also his, his main job is as a, as a TV reporter. And he had heard about meditation and the benefits of these energy therapies, and he was pretty agnostic about them. He didn't really think that they, they, they could have a big effect, but he'd heard they did good things for you. So he decided to go on an eight-week mindfulness program. And uh, in the book, I tell his story, and I also describe the results of what happened to him as he did that. So in Mind Matter Chapter 1, I tell Graham Phillips the story, and what researchers found, researchers examined him before and after that eight weeks of mindfulness, and they did a comprehensive, huge battery of tests on his body. They also measured, used an MRI, very high-resolution MRI, to measure the volume of neural tissue, neural density, in different parts of his brain. So there are many different parts of the brain, and they very carefully measured exactly how his brain was before and after that eight weeks. And after just two or three weeks, he found that he was much less reactive. He wasn't blowing up. He didn't have any more road rage. He wasn't blowing up his colleagues at work. He was a nicer person after just a couple of weeks. But when those researchers got him back into the lab after eight weeks, they found that his brain volume had changed. And certain parts of his brain had actually grown in just eight weeks. But the part of the brain that had grown the most was a part of his brain called the dentate gyrus. And as I share all this data in Chapter 1 of Mind to Matter, I, I explain what the dentate gyrus is, and it's the part of the, the memory and learning center that regulates emotion across multiple brain regions. And if you have good, good emotional regulation, then you don't blow up at people at work. You don't scream at your kids. You don't have road rage. You don't give people the finger <laughs> when you're in traffic. So emotional regulation has really practical advantages, makes you emotionally intelligent. So what, they, what these researchers found is that after eight weeks, now again, this is only two months of mindfulness meditation, his dentate gyrus grew by 22.8%, okay? What? His dentate gyrus grew by 22.8% in eight weeks of mindfulness. That's how rapidly your body is remodeling itself and your brain is remodeling itself in response to consciousness. Mind is making matter in the form of brain cells in your brain all the time, and in just two months, his dentate gyrus grew by 22.8%. I have all kinds of uh, stories in the book like that, and the speed at which this happens to is, is mind-boggling. And that's page eight, by the way. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> and that's about emotional regulation and what it can do for you. It's incredible, you guys. It's absolutely incredible. Liberate to join happiness, energy to heal. Healing with Intention, Mind to Matter, The Astonishing Science of How Your Brain Creates Material Reality 
by Dawson Church. Incredible, you guys. What is on the forefront for you next, Dawson? You said you've got some, I mean, I know you publicly speak across the world. Are there some other places that you're going to be? Yeah, I, I love speaking and I love sharing with people. And Sue, I'm just so passionate about this. When I get up in the morning, I meditate myself. And then I just tune into the benevolent universe we live in and, and see how I can motivate people and bring these tools to people. And so I, I travel a lot. I'm going to the New York Open Center soon. I'm going to Omega Institute in upstate New York. I teach there. I teach at Esalen. I teach at 1440 Multiversity. Um, and then I have certified trainers as well. And we also have around 500 certified practitioners, too. And these are people who have been trained and gone through a rigorous energy psychology curriculum, and then we, we share these methods with people through our, our, our trainings and w- through our, our practitioners. So I travel, I'll be in, in, in Denmark next year, and I'll be in France and Germany, and I just love sharing this. I also, one of the cool places I'm really looking forward to is I've never been to the, the Middle East before, oh. and uh, Tony Robbins just invited me to, to be at one of his events and to meet him and share the stage with him. So I'll be in Abu Dhabi in, oh, wow. uh, in a few weeks with Tony Robbins for the first time. So it's just wonderful to have the chance to, to influence and inspire and people and also practice with myself and also share my, my challenges because I'm not a perfect person. I, I've had a very far from perfect life. And <laughs> so people seeing that um, I have to grapple with problems as well. Like just for example, uh, it's, it's today is it's early October, and a year ago, October 9th, of 2017, my home and office were consumed in one of the California wildfires. In just mm. seconds, we, my wife and I literally ran out uh, to our car, escaped just ahead of, of our whole neighborhood being wiped out and 41 people dying in this, the biggest wildfire that, that California's had. And so when you have lived through these experiences, you are resilient. You know, that, that, that emotional regulation part of your brain you need that when, you're, when your home and office is destroyed in a wildfire or when you have a divorce or when you have a financial collapse or all, all the, you know, the, the stuff that happens. So it's not like we have you know, perfect lives just, just gliding effortlessly through the world. Uh, we have, we have all, all the usual challenges, but when people can see that we have those challenges and we're resilient, we have the tools, we practice these things, we meditate, we, we tap, we, do, we, we practice all the things we're talking about, and they give us far better lives than if we were just cast adrift in the randomness of circumstances. It's powerful to practice these things. As we, we talk about these, and as we train people, we make sure that they, they have this toolkit so that they're resilient too. Oh, I love what you just said, the randomness, because that's really important. Because you can and you can float around the world and have all the, the randomness happening, but why not have a navigation system? Why not have a guide? Why not have these tools to help you adapt to situations when these types of situations come up? And these situations could be defined as your boss screaming at you in your face. These can be, you know, like Dawson was just talking about, a massive fire that's destroyed your life and, and many others. What about having these tools to have the emotional regulation? That's powerful, you guys. That's huge. Dawson, it's amazing. Thank you so much for, you know, stepping on the stage metaphorically and, and literally <laughs> to teach all of these and, and stepping in the ring. And I think there's so much power in vulnerability and power in walking your own talk. I know that I do that in my daily life um, because that's authentic. Right, Dawson? You know, 
it is authentic, and um, it makes a difference. We off the fire. We went. We we drove through to a friend's house, and we then drove uh, about thirty miles away and stayed in the motel for a couple of days. And after we we were so disoriented, we were just completely disoriented. And then somebody texted, got into the the area and texted us photographs of our house. We we emailed a friend who lived nearby and said, if you can get in, just you know, send us a photograph. Uh, you know, we, and we didn't know at that point for sure the house had been destroyed. But then she sent us uh, the, the, the the photograph. This is the chimney was standing, and everything, even the appliances melted. I mean, it was just complete devastation. And um, so, two days after after the fire, though, we were still really disoriented. I didn't know what we would do, where to go. We only had the, the clothes we had on. We hadn't had time to pack anything, or our pets had died. All kinds of you know bad things had happened. So we sat there in that motel. <clears throat> I said to my wife. We need to do something right away, and that is we must meditate right now. This is like an urgent need to meditate. And so we sat there in the hotel room and went into deep meditation. And so as we did that, suddenly it felt like all the pieces of our being came back together again. And we'd mm-hmm. been like in this such, such a, a weird mental state up to that point, and suddenly... We were we were together again, and we were we felt as though we were we were ourselves again. And meditation did that. So again, that's resilience. That's having that dentate gyrus in your brain, big and strong and resilient. And so you you practice these tools, and then you change. When we did that, suddenly our whole perspective on the fire and losing our house and office changed as well. And so. I sent, a, I sent a text to my manager, because we had a building that housed our office on this big piece of property in Northern California. And so I sent a text to a manager who, who ran, ran, ran the business. I said, Heather, we've been, it's been a goal of ours for the last few years to have a, a paperless office. We've just achieved that goal. Oh. So we had a joke about things like that. I began to think about things that had burned up in the fire that I, I really wished I'd could have gotten rid of. So I began to think about things. So our whole frame of reference, our whole, the bad things happen, but then the whole perspective, the frame, mm. it's called the cognitive frame in psychology, it's like a, pic, a frame around a picture. The frame through which you see it is different. And so in, our, in my life process, for example, I'll have people who have been terribly hurt and abused. One woman has been sexually abused as, 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 a, as a young child, and she's not a therapist, but she's never been able to escape the trauma of sexual abuse. Finally, after I worked with her live at a, at a workshop, she totally broke through that, and she stood up and said to the group, you know, everything that that man did to me could not destroy my joy. I was a joyful person there, then, I was a joyful person underneath, and I'm a joyful person today. So suddenly, the frame she has around that terrible tragedy of horrendous abuse is, nothing he did could destroy my joy. That's a powerful reframing, and you can learn to, to revise the, the, the lens through which you see all the circumstances of your life, especially the bad ones. So it's powerful to use these techniques. Oh, I love that, and I love the language, the framework in which you see it. Everything, and the language that I use around that, Dawson, is everything is a learning or an earned experience. And it's, it's not from a shameful angst, oh my God, this is happening to me. It's more from a compassionate, curious point of view. I, I call it the CCs. And if you can, you can look at it with the CCs, there's not so much of that sting that's happening. And you can then, at that point, 
when you're if maybe you're in fight or flight at that point, whether it's meditation or tapping and employ these tools, you can then create your new frame in which you want to see it or which. And I love that. I love that example. Thank you. Yeah, and it, it, you can develop that that frame by by practicing these things, but you need to have those practices well uh, well well established in your in your life. Yes. What I, what I show and there's one illustration in Mind to Matter of what happens to our cells, especially our our brain cells, when we're in fight or flight. And it's a picture. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little movie actually. Which I, I have frames from in the book, and I have the actual movie on the website, and it shows the capillaries in our cells, and then it shows what those capillaries look like after you get a hit of adrenaline and cortisol. So you're stressed, and in 14 seconds, too, those capillaries shrink by about 80 percent. So now the the blood supply to your brain has been reduced by. 80% in 14 seconds of fight or flight. Mm. And you can't think, you can't Mm-mm. plan, you can't remember. You know, you may have learned nonviolent communication, you may have learned active listening, you may have learned various cognitive skills, but the whole part of your brain, the whole cognitive part of your brain is just offline because it's, it's the, the, blood, the blood supply is shrunk by 80% to, in order to pump blood to your muscles for escaping from a predator. And so you can't remember all those wonderful things yes. you've learned when you're in that state. That's, that's when it's important to have a simple tool like tapping, because tapping is something you can do. You can't, you can't think, but you can tap. So we have people just, just tap, and then they come down, they come out of that highly stressed state. Their cortisol drops in about 15 minutes. Their adrenaline drops in about two minutes. So these stress hormones start to change in their bodies, and then the blood supply returns to their brains. Then you can employ those cognitive tools. So you need these short-term techniques like tapping as well as the long-term techniques like your wonderful idea of CC, is compassionate curiosity, right? Yes. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Love it. Yes, and it it changes the mindset. It takes the sting out of the situation, but you're 100% correct. I I 100% agree with you. And having a tool, and and I call these maintenance tools, and I love that you preface it by saying you should have or we recommend you already having this in your your practice every day so when you can when when those stressful high high stress moments come up you have the tools and the body memory that you can then employ and then you can create that new framework just like Dawson's example you know paperless office instead of everything being destroyed in the fire. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But you couldn't come to that in that fight or flight because you're so worried about everything in that moment, right? But right. that's 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 what your your body's supposed to be doing. You're hyper focused <clears throat> in that moment cuz you're supposed to be running. But that's not what you need to be doing if it, your boss is screaming at you or something like that. So, let me remind everybody who we've been speaking to this last hour is Dawson Church. His latest book Mind to Matter, The Astonishing Science of How Your Brain how your brain Creates Your Material Reality. He is going to be out traveling. You can find his information and other uh, spots where he's going to be speaking, and they can just go to your website. Is that correct? Just DawsonChurch.com? It's actually MindToMatter.club oh. is where all the schedule is, all the oh, pictures okay. are, and all the tools are. So MindToMatter, but it's not .com or .net, it's .com. Club, that's C-L-U-B. That's where they get all those tools. 
Oh, okay. I didn't have that. I'm sorry. All right. I will make sure I write a note down. Oh, there it is. I do have it. I'm sorry. I didn't circle it. Yep. Mindtomatter.club. Also, Dawson has a gift for you guys. So if you take action, he's giving you the fishing pole. Obviously, go and buy his book, Mind to Matter. He's got over 30 tools in there. He's got the science to back it up. You ready to create your own new reality? Are you ready to um, quit with the excuses and the denial? And look at the new framework in which you see things and getting the practical tools to be able to do that. Go get the book, Mind to Matter, by Dawson Church. You can go um, also for his gift. Please go to DawsonGift.com. DawsonGift.com. And they can find or you can find Mind to Matter in all of the areas. You can go to Amazon. You can go to Barnes and Noble, all those great places. We've got just a couple more minutes, Dawson. Uh, what do you what are you thankful for? I wake up every morning with my heart just full of gratitude to and you know, I'm thankful just to be just to be alive. Mm. Um, not in the sense of having survived the fire, <laughs> but uh, to just to have the privilege of, of life, to have the gift of life. When I, I take a step, I think of people who don't have feet or don't have shoes or who who, are, are, who, who can't take a step. And I can take a step, I can take a breath. So for every breath, I'm grateful. And um, sometimes we're grateful for things. But I think that we get to the point, I call it the advanced gratitude practice, of just being generally grateful, being grateful for everything that's happened in the past, everything that, that could happen in the future, and simply sitting there just with our hearts flooded with gratitude for life exactly the way it is. So that's how I, I start each day. Mm, great tool. Do you have, we've got about a minute and a half, two minutes. Do you have any last little bits that you'd like to share with them? Well, we've got about a minute now. Last little bits. What I, what I emphasize in my, my classes and also in the book Mind Matter is the, the importance of self-love, just loving yourself because people have so much self-criticism and self-blame and regret. And so just filling your heart and your soul and your life with a feeling of love for you, I think, is so powerful. So I, I so encourage people to, to let go of their stress, their negative self-talk, and be in that state of self-love every day. Mm, gratitude, self-love, and the tools in Mind to Matter with Dawson Church. I love it. We just answered all the world's problems right here on the Gratitude Cafe, <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> I love it. Oh, what a wonderful hour to be spending with you. You guys go to his website. You can get a free gift at www.dawsongift.com. You can find all of his information of where he's going to be, resources, and relevant topics at www.mindtomatter.club. That's dot C-L-U-B. We have had an incredible hour, you guys. Mind to Matter with Dawson Church. Thank you. It's been an absolute delight. Each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888 298 
1-800-285-5569. Find the live streaming link at suelundquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.